Welcome to Econest the Podcast. I'm your host, Warren Sharp. <laughs> Keith Lewis. We are joined for a third week in a row by our good friends, CJ. Oh, I just want to say, ba- I-, I knew someone whose last name was Bachman. Yeah, I get that a lot. Okay, so it's, it's Bachman. If you said that, I'd respond to it. Welcome to Econest the Podcast, everyone. <laughs> I'm your host, Warren Sharp. I'm joined by my co-host, Keith Lewis. And we have two guests again this week. Good friends. CJ Bacham and Cameron Fitzpatrick. Welcome back, guys. Hey. Thanks for How was that? Together. How was that? That was great. Very professional. You think? Yeah. All right, sweet. Uh, so we were, we were having this conversation Cameron, before we started. Cameron, do you need started. a VO, guys? You popped too many peas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before we came in here, we were talking about uh, show horror stories. So we decided to save those for the actual recording process. Uh, who wants to kick us off with the worst show story? Oh, just so, so it doesn't have to be the worst show story, you know? Like, or just uh, just bad the one ones. that gets you just that gets you going. Yeah, I'll, I guess I'll start it. I'll okay, start yeah. it off. Right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take this up real quick. Hello. I didn't do anything. I don't know how that didn't work. Um. Hello, my name is Warren Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, oh boy, do I have some show, some some oh no some show stories some show stories. So, um, growing up in uh, the Raleigh, North Carolina music scene, one of my favorite places to pl- or I shouldn't say that, but you know, one of the places that would let my <laughs> shitty band play <laughs> was the brewery, and uh, I, I came into the brewery at the like the worst time like just a few years before it was demolished yeah yeah yeah. so like i did love that i loved the sound guy at that place well jack Jack, or um he's at the um i think his name was dennis i was gonna say most of the shows i played weren't jack really well because i played the shit shows (laughs) yeah i don't remember i played the brewery one that's true jack i can't remember jack yeah, I don't think Jack might have only done one show with us that was like actually on like a weekend night that um and um MTV had something they had the the, the like the Headbangers Ball they had Mrs. Julia she would do like these tours like these Headbangers Ball tours mm-hmm. and they were just like you know local club things so we did one of those so I'll bet that was Jack but I, I would bet yeah I couldn't imagine I don't know shit yeah. about the brewery. I was not living in Raleigh when it was a thing. <laughs> my shitty, one of my favorite shitty experiences. I actually have. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> but like playing with my shitty high school band, and we're playing like an eight band bill, of course. Yeah. And it's all God. like, and it's always like the bands are either like. There's a formula to shitty shows. Yeah. It always yeah. starts with have eight bands on the bill. I, I, I have a. I I I'll have uh if I get depending on how many we get to. I have one. It's a twelve band bill, and and I played at two in the morning, and um, it was awesome. But I'll get to that later. Um, this one at the brewery, shitty bands. My shitty bands playing, and we're all sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, something like that. And then that's like me and like two or three of the other bands. And then the other four bands are all like mid thirties, forties. It's not good. And um, so we're playing, and like we're just wait like. I don't, I, I'm sure that there was like set times for everybody, but I just don't remember it. And I knew it was going to be late. This was back in the day when you couldn't, we were underage, we were under 21. So we weren't legally or whatever. We were, once we entered the brewery, 
we had to stay there. We couldn't leave. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Memories are flooding in. And, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we couldn't leave. We had to stay there. So we, we had to eat and do everything before we did our load in. And then we literally like we I think they would let us into the parking lot. But that was seriously it. So we're about to we're like um, we're just hanging out, whatever. I'm sure it's really late. I'm, I'm probably like loaded up with like the Zaxby's chicken that used to be across from it mm-hmm. and like just a bunch of like water and soda and everything. And I just piss real bad. And we're like, I'm, I'm like, I have my guitar on, I'm warming up. Like we're about to play or whatever. And I'm just like, I can't hold it. I can't hold it. And the brewery was just so gross. They had like this, this like shower in there that wasn't hooked up to anything, but there was like a hole in the shower that went to the, to the ground, like not to the, the floor of the brewery, but to the ground. I remember it was, that. yeah. And so I just pissed there. <laughs> and I just pissed in that thing and it just smelled like piss and everyone was like the fuck are you doing you're pissed and it's like where all the gear was everybody's gear was there and I'm just sitting there just and just letting it go and I got a guitar on just fucking and then I played on the brewery stage the shitty thing and, and there Dude, was nobody there your shitty <laughs> your story you are the shitty <laughs> someone else's shitty show story someone else is out there going I played the show with this asshole kid that was fucking 17 years old and he whipped his dick out and peed in the shower I had to do it man <laughs> he there had was his guitar no... on he took his guitar into the bathroom no 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 let me paint the picture for you imagine we're imagine that we're in the um gosh this is the this is the 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 large we'll say large closet you load up all of your gear into <laughs> And there's a shower with no water, and there's a hole in the floor, and that's where I pissed. <laughs> so you have to walk through this room? Yeah. With your gear? Yeah. <laughs> and it's smelling, worse. and it's now, it usually only, it, it usually only smells like a dead, a dead mouse here and there, and maybe some throw up. Now we added piss. And you know it was dehydrated, yeah. And now and, added concentrated pitch. Absolutely. Poured out a bottle of ammonia on the floor. Yeah. I actually, and I'm actually, yeah, I think about it. Yeah, that was actually a lot of fun, and uh, probably made that whole day a lot better for me. You didn't pee on stage. I didn't piss myself on stage. It was really good. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was the I'm the bad guy. You were the bad actor that everyone else. Shit. About. Never mind. We can edit that out, right? No, that's, we that's can. a perfect story. That's oh, weird. okay. That's a great way to set the, set the tone <laughs> We're not of the show. To. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, man. So that was. Who wants to follow that? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Dude, I have so many. It's depressing how many bad shows I can remember. You have to choose. Well, there's so many. The, the other thing is, I think with like this kind of show or what we're doing right now is like, I think as musicians, we think of bad shows. The first thing that comes in our head is like people didn't show up, gear fails yeah, yeah, or something, yeah. and that's like that happens. That's that can be that can be really fun sometimes if it's like, you know. But like I guess like a bad show of like what, what's a what's a, what are just something crazy like happening at shows. Like uh, I have another one from like As Oceans that happened not too long ago. I don't want to do two in a row. Well, here, so I've I've got one. I've actually told you this one recently, but it's my favorite one of like insanity that happened a long time ago i was in this was my high school and early early college band um we went on tour we went on like a two-week tour that we booked ourselves you know we lost 
as much money as you think we lost. And uh, <laughs> millions of dollars. <laughs> Our families went bankrupt. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we, so we went up to uh, Michigan. We went up and played in Michigan. And there was actually a show in Michigan that we were super stoked about. There was a venue called, I don't know if it's still around, but it was called The Factory. And it was basically just a big uh, garage where they had uh, it's like a sound system. It was They made it into two floors, and they had a sound system on the second floor, and they had like a bar and whatever on the first floor. Um, and one of our favorite bands was this band called Demira that had played there like somewhat recently. So we were like, we're going to play in the same stage as one of our favorite bands. Yeah, so excited. Awesome. We were super excited about it. Well, turns out um, we had sort of intentionally not so intentionally booked two consecutive dates with this michigan band another high school band and they were a pop punk pop punk thing this was like 2007 so like it everything was pop punk it was pop punk or hardcore at yeah. the time. so much so that uh green street club in, in greensboro would have pop punk versus hardcore shows really? <laughs> that were literally called Holy pop shit. punk versus hardcore episode six that's crazy and they had all the big pop punk bands because they were all the same people yeah it was the same like same audience but also same musicians Uh, in all the bands oh man anyway uh we uh i won't i don't want to (laughs) name names there's no way this man is still together but should their members be alive i'll just call them uh we'll call them sideline Ooh. anyway hey write uh, that down it's a good band yeah anyway uh we had inadvertently booked two gigs with this band um so the first one was at the factory we get there and we're still like really excited and we're setting up and more or less it goes pretty well like a good amount of kids come out it's uh kind of a small town nothing to do scenario so the underground scene was pretty good and they Mm -hmm. came out and some of the bands were like pretty cool i don't remember them because this other band sideline stole the show (laughs) in the worst way so musically i remember nothing about them but they did not have any stuff they didn't have a table for their merch they didn't have like any electrical they didn't have like they had all their instruments and stuff but they didn't have anything for like their merch booth so they had to set it all up themselves, borrowing stuff from the venue. So they borrowed a table, borrowed an extension cord, and they set up all their stuff. Okay, no big deal. Uh, except during the last band's set, which it's late as fuck. We're, we're all ready to go, but there's a, one more band that's going to play like 45 minutes. So we're all like chilling, and most of the people have left at this point. But they start breaking down, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, it's yeah. like one thirty. Everybody's <laughs> gone, but the last band has to play. Oh yeah. Uh, they they start breaking down their stuff, and they just take it, right? The merch stuff, which isn't it's not it's not their stuff. <laughs> they they take it. Oh, uh, while they're putting this stuff that's not theirs into their van, which only one of their members has remained in the venue for the whole show, the other three have been hotboxing their van. Yeah. Like the past like three hours. So they're <laughs> fucking baked. Yeah. And uh, the guy that's in the venue has been going out to smoke and then come back in. So he's baked too. He's classy though. Yeah. But he's hanging. Um, anyway, while he's outside, he like trips over something or he like hits a switch. He flips a breaker. 
So the lights in the venue go off. <laughs> no. The power goes off for a little bit. And everyone like freaks out. And the band that's playing, <laughs> it's like, our amps <laughs> are off. What's happening? Just drums. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just drums. So uh, the owner walks outside and he's like what the fuck is going on <laughs> and he sees just the one kid just the one sideline kid and the van is like way down on the other side of the parking lot and he's already taken the table and stuff to the van um, again that's not his table uh, <laughs> the venue owner comes out and he's like what happened did you do something and the <laughs> kid's happened? like no I didn't do yeah. it I didn't do anything and, oh, no. and he's like <laughs> okay, well, all the lights just turned out inside, so I'm going to fix this fucking breaker. And also, did you take my table? <laughs> like, I lent you a table and it's gone. Did you guys take it? And the kid looks him in the face and he goes, no, that was our table. And then, like, out of a fucking cartoon, turns and fucking sprints to his van like Naruto runs to his van tells the guy no that was ours and runs as fast as he can to get in the van and they just fucking leave wow they just leave look it amazing we had another show with them next night they decided that they okay yeah they decided that we were like big time bros now because we had played a show last night we're playing it we're like toured together we're friends oh yeah uh we hated them Um, (laughs) unfortunately so i was yeah yeah, i was dating this girl at the time who was uh she came on tour with us and she was our merch person um right (laughs) she did run the merch booth but it was just an excuse for her to come but right right we were high school but uh anyway so that's important because we all had this thing we would do where we would go before shows uh we would go to the mall and we had a little teaser of our album and we'd walk around and we'd talk to kids that were our age and say check this shit out we wrote it we've got an album if you want to buy it also we're playing tonight and we actually sold a lot of albums that way um but the, apparently this other band did it too. Uh, and their singer was telling us about it. And their singer was like quiet the night before, so I didn't really know anything about him. I just knew they were annoying. But the singer comes start talking to me, and it's very quickly I'm like, this guy is trash. <laughs> and he, he's talking to me about how they go to the mall and uh, do the same thing we do. And we're like, oh yeah, cool, we, we, we do that too. And he's like, yeah, except like... I don't know, whatever the dude's name, the other guy, like the bass player, and he's like, it's, his name's Drew. We'll call him Drew. Sure. He was like, Drew, he's always going over to these, like, you know, like these, like, not so pretty girls, you know, they're like kind of alone, they look like they don't have any friends, and he's talking to them, and they're like, because like, you know, they like that he's talking to them, and they'll probably buy something from him. But I'm like, why don't you hit up those pretty girls, like those preppy girls over there, man, like, a fan's a fan, but I want you to suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and we Jeez. all were just a like, "Fans a fan." Word. <laughs> Next T-shirt. Dude, that is a good T-shirt. <laughs> so he, after he tells us that, he starts hitting on my girlfriend. Because he's a classy guy. <laughs> Clearly, we played. Except. Yeah, yeah, we played what might. By all measurements, be the worst show. <laughs> 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 because the opener, 
Um, their drummer didn't show up. <laughs> but they still played. They Holy asked shit. the drummer from this sideline band to fill in and oh, just God. play some drums with these written songs that he's never heard before in his life. Good for them. Yeah. It's commitment. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. he fucking did, and it was so well. It, it was, was something. Yeah, it was something. Holy they played. Shit, they played for a whole set, and after that, this was. It was in the back. So that was amazing. But also, it was in the back of. I realize this is very long. I'm sorry, but it was fun. in the back of. We can edit it. A restaurant. <laughs> it was in the, cut this whole thing out. <laughs> it was in the back of a restaurant, like a, uh, like like the Carolina Tap Room or some shit. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't a chain, but it was like. Not like a nice restaurant. It was, it was their like version a, of the chain. Yeah, it was like a <laughs> like a sports bar that had like a section in the back, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll have kids come and play shows." And there was not a soul. Oh there. man! Not a single human in the room that was not in the band. Yeah. The sound guy wasn't in the room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally an empty room, Jeez. and we uh, we played our set. And while I'm playing, I can see the singer for the other band hitting on my girlfriend. <laughs> and uh, I was like, whatever, you know, it didn't really bother me. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't like getting jealous or anything. Stand but up there, about to pop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. But I went over and talked to her afterwards. I was like. What's the deal with what's going on? She was like, this dude's been hitting on me all night and he won't stop. And every time he does, he came over and he said, so, hey, like, what's your number? And she said, she was like, oh, I'm, I'm dating the singer. It was while we were playing. She was like, I'm dating, I'm dating the singer. I, I can't give you my number. And, and he was like, oh, I I know. We could like, we can like keep in touch though. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing, man. That wow. kind of persistence is crazy. And then they played, and uh, yeah, thankfully I never saw any of them ever again. Good and times, man. Yeah. Jeez. That's a good one. That's the wildest one. That's I a good can, one. Or the funniest one that I can right. yeah. off the top of my head. Not the saddest one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. The, 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 I think the, the sad ones are a little too hard. Yeah. yeah we still can't get the sad ones. So I, I have a few choice ones from uh, I, I was touring with a cover band for close to a year and oh, I shouldn't say cover band it was it was there was a lot of, of original music happening as well but uh, it, we made the money through covers so of course we played the super fun corporate gigs and the contracts with sports bars and things like that that's where you get the money oh yeah I paid paid very well um, but anyway the the worst show maybe that I played with them was just started from a bad place we were playing in savannah georgia in august i think upstairs and the ac at the venue had broken so nice nice uh, nice and cool yeah nice balmy (laughs) gig yeah uh i think we're i think we're contracted for like a three and a half hour show um two set breaks jeez and (laughs) we're of course it's you know a million degrees in the venue. I, 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 I act, like actual guess. I would guess that it was when we started the show, probably a hundred degrees on stage, and it went yeah. up from there oh, when they turned all the lights yeah. on and everything. Oh, that right. is rough. Uh, so of course, I don't know how much you guys know about Savannah, Georgia, but there is no open container law. Oh. So people would come into the venue, get their drink, and leave. Yeah. Just go, just go enjoy it outside because yeah. they didn't have to be inside in the horrific heat. Yeah. 
I think we we probably started I think at nine o'clock at night, and there was nobody there, and it just got worse as the night went on. <laughs> and it got worse somehow. It went <laughs> the, from nobody the, negative. The, yeah. the, the, the temperature went up. The staff were like just not where they needed to be. Oh my god! And there were probably three people sitting at the bar for some reason, and I'm watching this one woman get. She's drooping more and more as she <laughs> oh, she's like man. she starts sitting fairly straight up, and by about midnight or so was fully unconscious on the bar. And I'm standing, we're playing the show, and like the rule is like we, we take set breaks and things, but like the rule is that like while you're in the set, you don't stop for just about anything unless there's like an active fight breaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, which is also a thing we had to do at that venue. Um, <laughs> oh no, not that night though. But we're so we're playing, and I'm watching this woman. I'm like, dude, does somebody need to call somebody? Is she okay? Like nobody's checking on her. And at some point, I see two paramedics walk in, and they go over to stand next to her, and she is not moving. And I'm like, this woman is dead. She's. It is a million degrees in here. Oh, it is. She's drinking not water. Clearly, she's just dehydrating herself. And I see the two paramedics talking. They're talking to her. They're kind of shaking her. And she is unresponsive. And I found out later that that this is what triggered the next series of events. Um, But I'll I'll tell it in the order of the story. One of the paramedics looks at the other and goes, Gee, it's too bad we have to take her in the ambulance. That costs like $3,000. And she shoots (laughs) up. Classic. And just like starts to leave. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, like, under her own power. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is great because now the paramedics have to stop her from leaving because she's clearly okay. not like in a good physical place. So like, oh, yeah. I don't blame her. So I don't blame her. she. So now they're trying to stop her from leaving, and she starts fighting them. <laughs> and at some point, somebody calls the cops, and I. They were there quickly. Like this, this was it was probably about it two is, minutes yeah. between her getting up and him and, and the police getting yeah. into the venue. And they go over and they're talking to her. And we're still playing. We've been playing the entire time, like, you know, the, the best of the eighties and early two thousands. Like right. <laughs> just straight cover music. Nobody's paying attention. They're all watching the drama unfold. All all four people there are watching the drama unfold at the other end of the venue. And uh, all of a sudden, she, her fists are flying. Yeah. And she's swinging around and just screaming, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? <laughs> no, ma'am. And no she was removed ma'am. from the venue. And we looked over at the manager and we were like, we're done now. <laughs> yeah. they, they, we're ending early. This, we're, this is not continuing. Yeah. And, oh, man, that was... That was maybe the worst show that I've played. Dude, that's that's so good. But, I love that. Oh story. my god, that was Dude, I love that alarming. Is like up like a light. Yeah. Three thousand oh, yeah. dollars? Yeah. Fuck that. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. out of here. It, it was immediate. <laughs> that's like such a that's like such a seasoned like drunk move. Yeah. You know what I mean, oh yeah. You yeah. Have, you've had to have been like drunk for many years and like just know that shit yeah. and that was know that fear. Yeah. yeah. So good, man. I love shit like that. Oh my goodness! All right, CJ, CJ you're up. All right, well, man, get up in there, boy. Get up in that mic. Yeah. Um, there's only been two times on stage when I've wished I was not on stage, <laughs> um, and neither one are great stories. First one, 21st birthday. 
drunk enough to play very badly, not drunk enough to be unaware of myself oh, playing very no. badly. <laughs> Uh, so that was miserable, but I enjoyed the rest of the night afterwards. Uh, it being the birthday and whatnot. The second time was at King's. Uh, we were playing a Foo Fighters cover, and we had a rogue noise gate that was not letting any of the clean guitar through. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> and we got to the, I think, the middle point of the song when it kind of just restarts over the way the beginning started with clean stuff, and the drummer could not hear uh, to yeah. pick the song oh, back up. Yeah. And so we butchered that. Uh, we never got it started again. Like, we literally just kind of petered out and moved on to the next song. I, I will say, okay, so I was actually there for that performance. Oh, yeah, you and, were. <laughs> I and, I, and I will give you guys full credit for, like, you were determined to be like, all right, no, we're going to get this right. <laughs> oh, God, that's so funny. I think John had like left one of his chords home, and the only chord we found for him was like you know a little ten footer. So he had yes. to stand yep. right there next to his fire while he was playing. Um, so good. The only redeeming part of that story was I think it was a Wednesday night and raining, and there was no one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. No witnesses. <laughs> so awesome. Was that was Pseudo Cowboys then, right? That was Spiral Fire. That was Spiral that was the Fire. band oh, okay. I was in with my wife. Okay. Um, that I I am in with my wife. I I guess we're not calling it Spiral Fire anymore. Anyway. Totally. I think your Nobody guitarist was really complimentary of us. He was a nice guy. Did you guys, Spiral Fire, did you come, like, in 2013, did you work with Bob Engel? No, not, uh, before 2013, I joined the band at the end of 2012, and they were just, so it would have been in 2012, actually. Okay, um, I interned at the Fidelitorium, and Bob was, he was like a traveling engineer. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was, like, stationed at the Fidelitorium, then yeah. he had, Pretty sure just finished working yep. this. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he did. Because, so, oh, so that would have been 2012. That's wild. That's yeah. Wild. Yeah, that's really weird. And that's, I'm not yeah. sure why that memory triggered. Yeah. Uh, no, I, that, that, that's, that's funny that you remember any, that. I never met any. Yeah, other yeah. Other um, that, yeah, that was, that was, so I actually, this is kind of a running theme in my career is. I join bands to release albums that I'm not on. Yeah. So like, yeah. I, like literally, there's been like six or seven bands that yeah. I have joined, and they're like, "Cool, we're releasing an album," and I'm like, "Great, yeah. it's all recorded, it's all mixed, it's ready to go," and I'm just yeah. gonna play all the release shows, and everyone's yeah. gonna be like, "Oh, what was it like recording?" I have no idea. I, I was not there. <laughs> oh, that might have been it. Ted. Ted might have overseen that. But if you weren't involved, yeah, I don't. I couldn't tell you who it was. That's crazy. Um. Yeah. Small world, man. Yeah, it, that's it's always funny to me when you find those like connections across yeah. like and it, it, what, what's crazy to me is like it's gone between like state lines for me where yeah. I will I met I played with a guitar player down here who knew somebody that I met in Boston because they both lived in Cleveland <laughs> and had played together there. Jeez. That's crazy. And yeah, I was like crazy. and it was literally just like I'm on fit we you know we found each other on Facebook uh -huh. for the first time and I was like how do I have a friend in common with you? Like yeah. I just moved to yeah. North Carolina. That's, so yeah. <laughs> that's that's really yeah. That's really yeah. Fucking bizarre. Well, dude, I have another. Oh please, story that I'd please like share. To this yeah. was not particularly <laughs> a bad show. Well, it was a bad show, but it wasn't like not for the reasons that we typically assume. Like there were actually a lot of people there. This was a battle of the bands, uh, and this battle of the bands is the last battle of the bands I ever played uh, because it was so bad. Uh, it was at so in Greensboro there was a it may still be there but I don't know but there was like a it was a, a youth Christian hangout place called OFY it was on fire youth oh 
like, wow. The groan is appropriate. Uh, but they had this big battle of the bands. And we found out about it, I don't know, like a week before it happened. And it was a thing where you were supposed to pre-sell tickets. Of course. To the mm-hmm. Battle of the Bands. Of course. Are there Battle of the Bands where you don't? Yes, there is. <laughs> I don't think I've ever, yeah. Yeah. Is there a promoter that, like, does the promoting <laughs> inside? I don't know. Um, anyway, you had to pre-sell the tickets, which sucked. Um, and there were, like, 12 or 13 bands involved. Wow. It was an all. It was an all-day affair. That sounds miserable. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm having fucking <laughs> yeah. yes, dude. It was an all day <laughs> battle of the bands affair. So remember again Jeez. that we were a prog rock band consisting of 16 and 17 year olds. So we had a 20 minute set. Yeah. Right. So we could play One two. Song. We could play two. Yeah. Songs. <laughs> <laughs> we could play two songs. So awesome. Uh, which we did. We fucking played two songs. Yeah, dude. We played two songs and we got off stage and we were the only fucking band that only played for 20 minutes. Everybody else oh, played for 45 oh, minutes. Yeah. Oh, Ugh. fuck, yeah. dude. The thing was so over its time limit by the yeah. end because no one else adhered to the 20 minute Oh, jeez. And the worst offender was the fucking... So this OFY place has like a pastor guy that's in charge. Yeah. And his son was in a band. Uh-oh. Yeah. And his son, of course, yeah. played the longest out of everybody. Yeah, of fucking oh course God. he did. Did he win? So that pissed yeah, me off. Right? <laughs> so that pissed me off. But the craziest shit was that they had all these fucking, like, watchers. Like, these people that were, like, adults. So everyone that's playing is in high school, younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... They had all these adults that were there that were, like, chilling, like, on the edge of the... It was outside, and there was a grass lawn, and then right adjacent to the lawn was the parking lot. And they were chilling right there on the border between the lawn where you were watching the bands and the parking lot where your cars were to leave. Chaperoning. You had to go inside to use the bathroom, and if you went inside, they followed you inside to make sure you didn't leave. Okay. And when it was over... They had not the pastor, but another, or it might have been the main pastor. He came out, and people were literally, like, walking to their cars. Like, 16-year-olds walking to their cars to drive away. And these adults would come over and, like, stop them and say, you have to go back. You have to get on the lawn. It's not over. You can't leave. Go get back on the lawn. And, of course, these are kids. So they're like, this 30-year-old is telling me to get back on the lawn. I guess I get on the fucking lawn. And they were not, like, my parents, who are very religious, were, like, really freaked out by how these dudes were just like, you can't fucking leave. You're going to listen to this sermon. This isn't, you you can't even, if you played, you have to listen. Wow. Which, of course, (laughs) all these people didn't play. They were just there hanging out. Anyway, we all get shepherded back onto the lawn. And this guy. Good use of shepherding. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This guy comes up and he gives the worst sermon i've ever heard in my life a lot of lines like i felt like the only black guy at a kkk rally uh, it was like his testimony so he was telling like how he converted is he just a, lots of like really he was but was he guy. he was a white dude <laughs> and there right. were of course many black people in the yeah. audience that didn't like wow. him comparing himself to that no that's uh, not a good move mm. anyway at the end his son's band wins <laughs> and we all had to sit there and be 
trapped on the lawn listening to his terrible sermon. Uh, and like there was supposed to be some prizes and nobody got any fucking prizes. There were judges, and of course the judges were. That like, was the worst part, right? There. The pastor. Yeah. Nobody got any prizes. Yeah, yeah. prizes yeah. were promised. Yeah. yeah. The pastor, of course, was the judge. Yeah, yep, of course. It's like this is so, man. And that was the last Battle of the Bands I ever played. Like, wow. These are all trash. Yeah, that's fucking Parents awful. in the audience collusion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's obvious. Jesus Christ, that's Am awful. Taking crazy pills. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, that's really fucking rough. Yeah. That was the craziest one. Like, the craziest. Like, insane people running the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, gosh, I, w- I was just... Uh, something about what you said reminded me of, of one of mine. And I'm, now I'm trying to remember it, and I can't really think of it. But... Uh, oh, I remember now. I remember now. I think it was because it was... Someone mentioned pay-for-play. Oh yeah. Oh, so okay. this is going to be a recent one. Oh, I know what this is. Yes, no, 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 we're all way too smart to be sucked in by. <laughs> no, we are way too. Yeah, that's definitely something you stop falling for at eighteen. <laughs> Unfortunately, I it's felt not the only way to get on a show with a band that's bigger yeah. than statewide. So in North Carolina, we um uh anyone who lives in north carolina is going to know exactly the production company i'm talking about oh, so god. i don't even need to mention it oh, god. but uh me and K- um you can guess we can all guess is it gorilla production this one's pre- not but i did gorilla pre- no this is this 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 is newer than gorilla I showed my age with that one. Yeah, you did. No, I did one. I did See, one. I don't even know Gorilla Productions. Yeah, Gorilla. Man. But I think that, that was... was the Battle of the Bands I played at the brewery. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. That would... Okay, that was... We did a Gorilla Battle of the Bands at the Poor House, and that... Oh, yeah. We did one at the Poor House, too. Yeah, that was... um, What the fuck happened there? That was just a dumb show. But, like... The one I'm talking about happens not at 16 or 17, <laughs> but at 28. <laughs> when, we, when we did it at the poorhouse, we beat a band of blind kids. Can you top that? <laughs> you definitely win for the fucking saddest story I've ever heard. I mean, it might ever. have been It might have just been the lead guy, but... That it's counts. better in my That's head if they're enough. all blind. Yeah, they're all blind. They might as well all be blind if the lead guy's blind. Facing the poorhouse windows the what, whole time. Was there? Of, yeah. The was their name the was their name the 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 blind and the deaf or something like the blind leading the deaf like something like that? Because if not, they really fucking missed. Yeah, that was a mice. prime opportunity. <laughs> yeah, blind, yeah, yeah. Just the three mice. The three mice. Yeah. Oh man. Um, okay, sorry, Jack. Your story. Go ahead. No, That's dude. Uh, and like, um, so anyway, we're 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 getting on this show. Um, and I I knew going into it's going to be a pay for play thing because I knew the production company. And I was like, all right, whatever. I'm just gonna suck at them deal. But it was a show that we really wanted to do. I, I guess I can, you know, it's one of the better parts of the story. I guess for the prog nerds. But yeah, I think so. Me and Keith's band to Echo Nest was going to be opening up. Uh, we we're going to do local support. For the Pliny and Mastiche show uh, that 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 yeah. came around, and um, I was going to be in Greensboro too, so it was like it's our first time playing, I guess, a real show at Greensboro, yeah. and um, and it was also going to be with like one of our favorite artists and everything, and or two of our favorite of, artists. So that was a lot of promotion for that show. I remember because we had to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it seven hundred? Oh, is that where this is going? Was it seven hundred? Actually, I'll get. To, I, I think I, I guess I can get to that, but yeah. yeah. Um, but like, so yeah, we had to. So we had to sell tickets. We knew that going into it. Um, the, the, the shit is not about that, I guess. So we had to sell tickets. Um, so I tried to book the show months in advance. They said they'd get back to me after like 
I think the show was in April. I hit them up in, no, no, it was in May. I think it was in May. Let's just say it's May. So it's five, like, and this is like, I find out about the show in December or January. So I hit them up immediately. Like, I need to be on this show. Tell me how to get on. They're like, all right, we'll get back to you uh, in like a month or so to let you know about it. I was like, all right, sweet. So um, months go by and I don't hear anything. And I'm thinking, we didn't get it. Some, some, like Either some other band got it or they're just not doing anything, whatever. I believe it was six weeks before the show. The, the, the production company calls me and says, all right, cool. You guys are totally on the show. Um, you've got to sell, I, I think it was, I think we had to sell, um, like $1,200 worth of tickets. And I was like, no, we can't <laughs> yeah. do that six weeks. We're six a Raleigh band. And For, that would be what, 20 like a hundred t- tickets. It's something like that. It was, it was a lot. Um, it was just, it was just way too many. What venue was this at? This is at the blind tiger in Greensboro and we were, but we were working with uh I, I, I don't I'm just not going to say it because nobody cares. Yeah. Like everybody everybody knows the you know those guys and everything. I just that's so many tickets. It's so to many make, tickets. Yeah. So the out of town opener? Yeah, to make the out of town so? opener. So I said no, we're not doing that because luckily I was 28 doing this and not 18 otherwise I would have been fucked. But I was like no, we can't do that. <laughs> um they're like, "Well, how many can you sell?" And I was like, "I can sell half that." And, uh, so I sent that and they came back with like, all right, you have to sell. And okay, we can't do half. Um, but we can, we can, you, if you, if you show up with, uh, um, I think it was like seven seventy in cash, we'll be good. And I was like, yeah, they don't give a shit about the people. They no, just need no. to yeah. cover their asses. So I was That's like, how they pay the guarantees yeah. Yeah. I, I was, the opening bands. Exactly. So I was like, okay, I, I was like really nervous about doing it because actually that whole thing i just told you in 30 seconds for whatever reason took at least a week maybe even two five weeks or four yeah so um so anyway we had a little band's bank account the show was good enough that you know we were like we're just gonna do it uh and we're just gonna sell as many as we can and just make up the difference i think we 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 sold a decent amount we didn't we didn't we actually didn't drain our bank account or anything but it was it was like all right sweet it still costs us some money so um so we get there and we're doing our thing, and it's so cool. We're watching two of our favorite bands. Like, no one else is in the room. We're just watching them play. We're watching them talk to each other. I didn't dare talk to anybody because I was like, they're, you know, this is, this, it's Javier Reyes and Pliny and uh, uh, Jake Howe and Simon Grove. Like, all these dudes that, like, you know, I just worship. And um, so, anyway, the time comes. We got to pay the guy, whatever. That's cool. And then, um, they're doing the pre this was one of those two or you know a lot of bands do this now where they do like a little clinic before the show and everything for mm-hmm. for people and uh, so they're doing the clinic and then one of the guys from blind tires like all right you talking to me keith and our drummer mike all right you guys gotta get out and i was like why like we're one of the bands we're playing tonight why do we have to leave like well this is going to be the pre-clinic thing for the for the people who've you know and i was like well, why can't we stay for the clinic? How does that affect you? Why can't we stay? We're just going to hang off to the side to stay for the clinic. No, nah, man, it's not fair to the people who paid. And that fucking, I didn't say it because I'm too much of a pussy, but like, I just went in my head. I was like, motherfucker, I just paid over $700. To Let me here. hang out. Yeah. They kicked us out. They kicked us the fuck out. The fucking pieces of shit. They kicked us out, and uh, but then you know we played the show, and we we stayed. I, I think you and me stayed for the entire show, or at least I, we had to, we had to go because Sinclair had to okay. get back. Um, I uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I was I was there for over half of plenty. So okay, but it was like it's a show I would have went to anyway. Yeah, we sold a bunch of shirts. You know, we actually had like um, the some you know keep going with that. I guess like it, it ended up being a really great experience that 
we were super lucky. Uh, one of our friends videotaped it and everything, yeah. and so we have this really great single shot awesome. uh, footage with with the live audio and all that stuff was really so. It ended up being a really good everything. Like we, you know, but man, that that whole like bullshit and That's then the nice. kicking us out. We couldn't even stay for the thing. It was just yeah. like man. Fuck you guys. And uh, so, yeah, that was pretty righteous. Oh, I had a story like that um, here in Raleigh while I was still living in Greensboro. where We had to sell, oh, 70, I think it was. 70 tickets. We had to sell 70 tickets. Okay. So we Jeez. basically 700 bucks. Yeah. And we're an out-of-town band, right? And the, the idea of, like, haggling didn't even come to our mind of course, we, we sold yeah. we sold most of them well that's great but like you know we couldn't sell 70 tickets to a raleigh show who right. set the precedent that like out of town openers can sell this many t- we used to get fayetteville shows uh, offered yeah. to us all the time and i finally just told the guy look we can't sell that many tickets in fayetteville yeah like, well, we have this many people at our shows yeah. in raleigh yeah it's, it's, gonna- a, it's a predatory production company that um is it, just going off of the the whole thing of like you got to pay your dues. That's mm. all it is. And young bands are going to fall for it time and time again. That's true. And older bands don't. Or like in our in our case, it's like we're not just going to completely fall for your bullshit. Right. We're or we're going to like one that you want to be at. Actually, yeah. that was a show. Yeah. I, to be honest, like I honestly, if if there was just some way that I could have just paid a flat rate just to be on that show, I would have fucking done it. Yeah. yeah. So it was all just a bullshit. And that thing is a thing that happens for like smaller bands to get on big tours. Yes. You'll pay a f- yep. you'll pay a sum to buy onto the tour. Yeah. Um but Which is fine if it's gonna be something that you're either super excited about or this is gonna be like a big resume builder mm-hmm. or whatever. But to be like, hey, uh band in your you know late teens anywhere in your 20s really or, or just just anything just hey band from raleigh why don't you play in fayetteville uh, but you got to sell uh, 700 dollars worth of tickets it's like yeah man fuck you dude yeah. yeah and uh the the one that i don't know if it's the same production company or not but the one that i'm remembering we showed up with the money and we paid them uh and they tried to put us on before the doors opened <laughs> yeah wow yeah because they didn't tell the touring act they booked another band yep and, I, and i'm pretty sure that's actually what happened with us with the play that, show that is what happened yeah. with us. i got there before because, you guys and nobody has, knew who i was yeah nope. because it has nothing to do with even their interaction with the big bands yeah no when it's, these it's companies the, do this kind of thing the bands have no idea and it is it is the the tour manager um that that is like hey we're just trying to look for extra cash how can we get it they reach out to a local production company say hey yeah. can you do something yeah. and that's yeah it's we played well before. in our in our instance the tour manager had no idea no one knew. So that's pretty no much. No, <laughs> <one knew, laughs> no one a lie. knew, but, I mean, it could be a lie, yeah. But supposedly yeah. no one knew that, but the uh, production company. Mm-hmm. And we, our guitar player, flew into a rage. Yeah. And like went and like yelled at the production company guy. It's like, I just gave you so much fucking money. And the people that bought our fucking tickets are outside and they're not going to be able to fucking come in. Yeah. Because yeah. the doors aren't open. So they're going to drive out here, and you're going to have us play before you even allow them in the building? Yeah. This is insane. I just... Give me my fucking money back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just go home. Yeah. Yep. Time traveling high five to your guitarist. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've, he is like... 
He's working on it. He's a real pushover. So this was like a big deal for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. He was like, that's huge. He like, it was a big like. God. He's man. not like a huge pushover, but he gets made fun of for being a pushover. So yeah. he he, uh, it was a real like, big moment. Yep. Uh, yeah. And he and they, he got them to push our time back by about half an hour. Yeah. And the headliner just didn't give a shit. They were like, yeah, we just got to go to another town so as long as we're out of here by, like, X time. Exactly. Which was, like, an hour after they would have been done anyway. Yeah. 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 Just like, so, yeah, let us actually play to some fucking people. We just paid you almost $1,000. Yeah. You know, we were all broke as shit at the time. Of yeah. course. Good on the headliner for being cool. Yeah. Yeah, that really, yeah, but cool. that's, yeah, and that's just how it is. I mean, they're just, you know, just there to have a good time. And they probably even know that the later they play, technically, the more people will, you know, be there and yeah. everything. And yeah. everything just works out kind of better. Yeah, we ours was technically at doors when we yeah. did ours. So yeah. it was people. There was um, there was like just the people who were just right when we started playing. Like our first note is when they opened the doors because you know we just got lucky, I guess. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it was um, it was fucked. But <laughs> that's how it fucking goes. Yeah. You know, how do you guys feel about um, headlining bands playing in the middle slot? more well, often now than well that's not headlining well well the the the, 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 the featured band. stupid <laughs> piece of shit <laughs> the featured band <laughs> i think you depending know. on depending stupid. on like the size <laughs> depending on like the size of the market it makes sense like if it's like oh, yeah. Uh, yeah i understand like that. if echo nest goes on tour you guys should not play last no, no it doesn't right? make sense. it would make no sense yeah. but you're the touring headlining band well, we're right? the, tu- we're the touring band headlining tour or whatever mm-hmm. it yeah. means you know it makes sense for you guys to play. In the well, game. headlining is like I don't you even think with other X yeah. crowds, but but it's like, it's yeah. it's just one of those things that it's like it doesn't mean anything at this level yet, you know. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like we're yeah. not headlining, and even when a band goes out on tour, they're not headlining. And then even That's when true. you have the touring band play in the middle, and then there's the last band, they're not the headliner; they're just yeah. the last band because yeah. we're just playing yeah. showcases. You're you're correct. Yeah, so it's like. Uh, yeah, no, they totally, that band should be going in the middle to just maximize people seeing them and everything. Mm-hmm. And you should have the band with the most, the band with the most draw should go last. It's just the most fair thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, or it's like, and maybe this is me starting to get older and wanting, not like, not wanting to take advantage, but knowing that there is some kind of paying dues you have to do. If it's a new, especially if they're young, but a new band, they and they don't have many shows under their thing. You don't want to ruin the show and have some shitty band that has no experience. <laughs> yeah, go in the in the beginning. Yeah, definitely not in the middle. They should yeah. just play last and get to yep. say that they played a show. Now they have experience tuning on stage. You know, yeah. banter on stage. Well, that's been my thought as well. Yeah, that band last. The, and... the but that's that's if you have a you know if it's like a band like. In our group of bands that we play with, that's where it gets weird because no one wants to play last, and you don't want to make any of your friends play last. Like yeah. we did a show, we did a Maywood show. I think it was the one with Chuck and everything, but oh, maybe yeah. it wasn't. But it, we did a show where, um, who? Oh man, who was on the bill? Oh, this is so. Now this is fucked up. You know what? I think it might have been. I think it might have been one of our our weird metal shows that we did. But it was like, it was. I, th- I think it was Gray on it. Gray Henry. Yeah. Um. And we had Discoveries, who's a much bigger band than us. But I bo- I booked them like with only like a month in advance, maybe even three weeks. And I felt bad 
they're a bigger band. I was like, you guys go second. We're just going to play last and just take the hit on that. And it, and it was like every people were out there to see discoveries and everything wouldn't wasn't out there to see us, but I wasn't going to be a piece of shit and be like, Hey, thanks for like jumping on my show. Yeah. You guys play last. So, (laughs) you know, I guess sometimes you have to just take the hit on that, you know, just to be cool with everybody and, you know, not take advantage. But um, when we did our album release show, or not our album release, our album recording show, our very first Echo Nest show when oh, yeah. we did the when we recorded it, I you know strategically like put us in the middle and yeah. I, I don't re- I think it was a uh, I think um, is my buddy Kenny who opened for us and we had a younger band that had only been playing for about a year um, play last to help them get things going on yeah and um, I don't think that band's around anymore but there you go cool thoughts all right well uh i think that's a good place to uh to call it on this episode i guess so uh thank you so much for coming back guys really appreciate it yeah, absolutely. absolutely thanks for having us and anybody hopefully... have anything to plug yeah you know, guys so, want to plug like your just, projects even just social medias even if you want people to follow you or anything for anything you're about to be doing yeah sure uh, i'm cameron fitzpatrick you can find me at uh traveler songs on instagram uh, i've got an ep coming out in the next month or so um yeah and I'm CJ Baco, and uh, if you like prog, sci-fi, crazy stuff, go look up Biomatics, and I'm sure there will be more stuff coming in the future. Hell yeah. And uh, I guess you can find my stuff at, um, I guess Instagram is where I post a lot of stuff and everything, and that's at Warren underscore Sharp. Um, you can find Keith at, uh, at, Keith. at Keith M here on both Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Follow the Pseudo Cowboys and follow Echo Nest. I like how you always plug the Pseudo Cowboys before you plug Echo Nest. Uh, <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's the proper. Is that, I have pro- any, is I have that a, proper etiquette or, or the opposite? I, I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't but I, I do. I do find it funny that like I haven't even talked about the Pseudo Cowboys at all on this podcast yet. Well, I think and you the, keep plugging them. So yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. No, I appreciate okay, it a lot. Good. But at some point, we need to talk about that. What, yeah, what yeah, that yeah. band is. And we gotta get Adam on. Yeah. 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 Adam would actually would be a great person. Yeah. I was, t- I was telling him and Dom when I met up with them last week that we gotta get them on. So. Excellent. Yeah, Adam has awesome stories. Oh, yes. <laughs> that, that dude, I'm sure all of his worst show stories blow ours oh, out of man. the water. I can't yeah. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. He, has, he has been doing what he's been doing for so long and yeah. does it so much. Yeah. Yeah. He does it he's so great. He's probably got like actual like tragic oh, yeah. stories. Oh, I, I've, like, I've heard have... some yeah. real. Oh my God. Oof. So good. Anyway, on that note, teaser for hopefully an upcoming episode. Yeah. Uh, So thanks so much for listening, and we will see you guys next week.